Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Welcome everybody to Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, WKDDDDDDDF3 News. I'm Zack. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take our first caller for the day. Ring, 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 ring. ring. <laughs> Hello, thank you for calling Pet Shop, Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop at KDDDDDDDD53 News. Hi, uh, hi, Griff. I'm, I'm, my name's also Griffin. It's kind of a fun coincidence. Wow, look at that um, coincidence! Yeah, long time listener, first time caller. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to ask, uh, Zach, if you, uh, had any big plans for the, for the, like, for the, the pet shop for the new year? Because, you know, that's coming up sooner than, like, you would think. Yeah, we're thinking about putting a popcorn machine in. Thanks for calling! <laughs> okay, is the bit done? I now? think that's a good bit. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 51. 51. Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Griffin. And I am Zach. And um, not the Zach who just uh, uh, hosted that BA, BS radio show. Um, mm-hmm. but and I am not the Griffin that just called into that show yeah, either. We are instead the actual hosts of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Zach. And I'm, again, I'm Griffin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're really on it today. Oh, most um, definitely. Uh, but we are. We're we're here. We're back for another episode. Um, uh, in our in our um, penultimate anniversary episode. Yeah, because which is to say that our next episode is our two year anniversary. Oh, Griff, I didn't Man. get you anything. Well, you have two weeks. I you do have like three weeks because we're recording this a little ahead of schedule. Because I'm going to be out of town ahead ahead of shish. But before we dive into the episode itself, I have a I have a thing for you, Zach. I have a present. Okay. It's not an anniversary present, but I do have a present for you. Oh. It's a new segment of a pet news. Yeah. Hey, pet news. Hit us with it, Griff. We got a pet news. Um, it was it's it's really the headline that uh, you know they 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 do a really good job of grabbing you and pulling you. Okay. In. And then, and then it becomes educational. This headline reads, Flying Squirrel Trafficking Ring Busted in Florida. <laughs> what? Now, my, because my brain is a wild place to be, I took this initially as the flying squirrels had sort of a black market operation. But no, that it was untrue. It's the other way um, around. The bad the other way. way around. Thousands of flying squirrels captured in Florida, trafficked with estimated $1 million in worth, officials say. Um, Apparently, uh, flying squirrels, which are uh, sold to various buyers across, like, Asia, are, like, pretty sought-after pets. And flying squirrels are a protected species in, in Florida. Um... I didn't read this whole thing. I just kind of uh, skimmed it. But um, there was this, like, they, they people busted this operation, which included a courier from Georgia who would fly to Orlando, drive to Atlanta, or a second courier would make the final destination uh, to Chicago before, yeah, before taking these out of country. Okay. Well, I've got one thing to say to the people that were doing this, and that's, hey, eat shit, fuckers. Yeah, eat shit, idiots. Eat shit, idiot. Uh, Flying squirrels, a protected wild animal in Florida, are sold internationally in the pet trade. Six suspects have been arrested while one remains a fugitive. Uh, The seven face a variety of felony charges that include racketeering, money laundering, and dealing in stolen property, i.e. flying fucking squirrels. Imagine going to prison and someone be like, hey, what are you in for? And it's like, I'm selling some some squirrels. Well, Me hey. and every other boy in this wing, we got busted for the hardest murders and and greatest heists the world has ever seen. What are you in for, kid? Oh, I I, I um 
<clears throat> sold some squirrels <laughs> to well, some people who well, they eat didn't shit. I hope to. you rot. Have a good day, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, it's not the most, like, you know, heartwarming pet news. I mean, some squirrels the, were, were, were rescued, and that's, yeah. that's what I'm seeing from this. Um, I'm not going to read this article, but the other, uh, share, the neighboring headline to Flying Squirrel Trafficking Ring Busted in Florida is, Giant Sunfish Sighting Prompts 911 Calls. Officials say, please stop. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going to read that article uh, any further, but I found these on NPC, um, so you can probably find them it's if very you really good. wanted to. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's a good time to leap into the episode, but just before we do that, Griff, you got some mail to read. We got some mail to read. Uh, this one comes from uh, Alistair Twitwiffle. It's. I think it's supposed to be read in an Australian accent, but I super I, can't do an Australian well, I th- accent. I think it's supposed to sound like you're saying twat waffle. That makes sense. But I'm gonna read it in my Griffin accent. Oh well, well but but now we'll I need to take in an Australian accent I, though. I can't. But you know I but can't. For, but for the comedy podcast we're doing. G'day, Pat Shot. <laughs> My name is Alistair Twetwiffle, and I got me a bit of a conundrum. (laughs) This is awful, and I hate you. See, anytime I try to go Australian, I just end up going Kiwi. I can't place the difference, so, um... I am. I am a. I can't do it. No, you don't, you don't need to do the whole thing. I just wanted a... I just wanted a quick... Just a taste. A little taste of it. I am a mountain dwarf barbarian cavalier, and I love me a rough-and-tumble cuddly good boy. Unfortunately, my mount is a full-grown Allosaurus, nice. and she tends to eat any animal that is around at dinner time. What kind of pet would be a fantastic companion, but also survive my best girl, Brucie? Cheers, Allie. All well, right. uh, Alistair, what a, what a conundrum indeed. Oh, this question is such a slam dunk, though. Like It's, it's, it's very good, and uh, we are going to use this opportunity, because Zach and I put our heads together. We did. And we figured that if we're getting a pet for you, then we're also sort of getting a pet for your Allosaurus, Brucie. So, sounds like you're in need of a big boy. That's why it's right, motherfuckers. Big boys for... Big boys for live free or die boys. The biggest of the boy, the biggest and the boysiest. Ooh, that's pretty good. The biggest Set and the boysiest. Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, but then it's also kind of like boysenberry, you know. So mm, like it works mm-hmm, on a couple mm-hmm. levels. Like especially if we're gonna get some pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big boys for not. Oh, oh my god, not again. I was gonna say big boys for it's the fucking fourth one. We don't need a good tagline. <laughs> Or it's a, or it's a, like a really simple one, like it's Big Boys for Requiem or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna rip off a, a bit from the uh, up and coming uh, 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 or the AP that came out. I guess last week when you hear this it, it, it is Big Boys for uh, uh, Recoded. Yes, Big Boys for Legends Shadows. Yes, Big Boys for Knights. Cool. Nice. I think that's I think that's the winner. Nice. Huh. All right, well, fantastic. Um, if, if this is if this is your first Big Boys episode, we have three other ones. But the idea for this is that each and every creature we will discuss in this episode is of the size category uh, gar- uh, huge or larger. Yes. Up to, so huge or gargantuan creatures. So, uh, Zach, you want to take us away with the first Big oh, Boy? Oh, Griffin, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Wow! I'm in the weirdest mood. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, that's okay. You you owe me some payback after Thatcher. So. There we go. Yeah, I, I don't know why I keep wanting to call the audience motherfuckers a lot this episode. All right, motherfuckers, <laughs> buckle in, big boys four. Strap in, dick shits. I'm in such a weird headspace. Let's go. Uh, first and foremost, we're talking about the Swavane Basilisk uh, that can be found in Explorer's Guide to Wide wi- Wide Mount to Wild Mount. <laughs> oh, that's a wide mount, my boy. Yeah, that's an Allosaurus. I would say would constitute as a as a wide mount. <laughs> 
So, hey, Alistair, I hope you're not getting too bow-legged, my boy. But yes, the Swathane Basilisk. Pearl divers and seafloor scavengers sometimes tell tales of mysterious ocean gardens filled with statues of sea creatures and sailors. The underwater grottos of the deadly Swavane Basilisk. Swavane is very hard to say. I, it's it's good. It's got good mouth. Feel, it does. Though. It's just you gotta really enunciate it, or you're screwed. Swavane. Swavane. Though named for the Swavane Islands, uh, where they are most commonly found, these dangerous hunters have been known to wander inland uh, waterways and have even been spotted in subterranean sewer systems. Whoa. So for so, the, the word picture, the mm-hmm. Swavane Basilisk, the art we've got yeah, here. We've, we've talked about basilisks before. Yeah, uh, the uh, OG basilisks, as we've discussed them, um, at least, you know, Forgotten Realms-esque, are kind of mm-hmm. chonky. yeah. They're they're kind of thick boys. Um, oh yeah, and they've got a bunch of legs. Like they've got like what four at least four sets of legs. I, I think maybe three sets. Maybe I forget, three but... sets, but they got lots of legs. I'll do some research while you awesome. Picture. Yeah, they're they're sort of uh, um we we made goofs about them maybe you know break dancing. I, I think it's like episode two is B boy basilisk. It's somewhere in the early. It's somewhere in the single digits. Yeah, uh, but uh, so th- um, and, and you were right. Four sets of legs. Four sets of legs. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is, as Griffin likes to describe it, is a big snee snake. Well, <laughs> I say that because it's also a critical role goof. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there we go. Because because Travis once was trying to say the word sea snake, said snee snake, and it just kind of stuck. Oh well, yeah. This is a big snee snake. Which is good, yeah. because, fitting because it's Wildman. So exactly, critical role. Um, but yes, is a large, you know, a sea serpent. Um, uh, its scales are very sort of uh, uh, primarily yellow with some greens and oranges kind of thrown in. Um, yeah, they've got just a real big toothy maw, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, sort of sitting above the mouth. Uh, I'm assuming I can't see the other eye, but are two pupilless eyes. Probably, yeah. Kind of, kind of gray and smoky. Yeah. They got a smoky eye. Going they got, they on. got that smoky eye. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you know, uh, uh, the the large sort of uh, 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 webbed fin going down the back. A couple sort of frills uh, uh, behind the the you know the kind of cheekbone area. Um, and yeah, they're just real big. Um, their first uh, headline says "Death Slimy Embrace." <laughs> yeah, real quick, just as a reminder for all of us, in D&D terms at least, a huge creature, which this one is, um, its token on a board is a is a 3x3 three three token. So it's a rough... Which in... It's 15 feet by 15 feet, roughly. So this is a big snake. Yeah, this guy's real, real, real thick and juicy. <laughs> um, oh, it, do, it does have uh, um, some, some proportions written here. Uh, physically oh, nice. dissimilar... Uh, to its land-based cousins, the Swavane Basilisk is a thin, elongated sea serpent that commonly grows to lengths of 25 feet. Yikes! Yep. Its sinuous body lets it move rapidly through the water and ensnare prey with equal ease. Unlike the deadly gaze of its land-based cousin, the Swavane Basilisk secretes a thick oil that can turn others, uh, other creatures to stone, Petrified prey sinks to the ocean floor, where the basilisk feeds at its leisure. Oh. The devoured bits returning to flesh once consumed. Uh, if That's processed hot. properly under the supervision of an experienced alchemist, the basilisk's oil can be used to reverse the petrification effects it causes. Which I believe is is the same with the other ba- the OG basilisk as well. Yeah, I think so. That's some hair of the dog shit. Oh, definitely. I do really hair like this next headline because it, it, it's it's poetic. Mm-hmm. It says shipwreck steward. Ooh. <laughs> Swavane basilisks occasionally hunt ashore under cover of night, but or what I know. But are more often drawn to hunt and nest near the sites of shipwrecks. When salvage parties and treasure hunters seek out those wrecks for profit, the Swavane Basilisk adds more drowned stone to its collection. Oh, God. Yeah, this thing does have a, a land speed, technically. It, it, it is fully amphibious. It is. It's it, it, So it can come up and get you. Um, or it can get you in the water where it's real good. It swims deep, it, dark water. It, it swims real far, can see real far in the dark, and uh, 
It's a big bad yeah. boy. It's a big bad boy. That's a that's an insanely clever take on the existing basilisk yeah. lore, by the way, and and the turning it into an ocean predator. Where, yeah. yeah, if you get turned to stone, of course you fucking sink. There's not enough like you know like sea serpents just like in like classic wizards content. Like so, it's yeah. it's nice to have one. You know, I love a mm-hmm. good a, a good snee snake. A good snee snake. So now, yeah, if, you, if, I- if you attack the basilisk with a weapon. Or start your turn grappled by it. That's when you need to make the see if you resist being turned to stone or not. Oh man! So it can. So even if you try to hit it in melee, you're gonna get that that sort of splash on you. Yeah, you're gonna get the death slime. You're gonna get the death slime. You don't. You... Or if it just gives you a big hug with that tail. Yeah, no, in the art, it's got someone. It's got someone in the tail. Not for long. Ho, ho. Actually, it almost looks like they're beginning. They're they're kind of grayed out. In yeah, the no, picture, like, so. it, it, it got someone turned into stone. Yeah, they stone now. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Alistair, um, of course, if you you know want to hang out with your you know Swavane Basilisk, obviously, like it's more of a water dweller than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you live in like a coastal town on a beach, maybe. Kind of riverside, yeah, riverside. But that's definitely going to be a must if you're looking for, you know, interested in the Swavane Basilisk. Yeah, the idea here is like, you know, you bring animal companions into camp, and of course, Brucey the Allosaurus is going to want to chomp, and like, we're going to need something that that's big enough that because Allosaurus are pretty fucking big too. Yeah. Um. Allosaur, Allosaurus's. Sir Allosaurus's. And, and Allosaurus's like me too. Yeah. <laughs> and if 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 she's gonna want to chop, you're gonna need something that it can respect, that she can respect, and can get along with. And that is immediately like, oh, I can't eat you if I wanted to. I mean, like, yeah, also, like, if you, you know, it's like when, like, with, you know, cats chewing on cords and stuff, like, it's like, put some hot sauce or, like, some citrus on there, and they're supposed to to be like, never again. Um, So if an Allosaurus chomps into this basilisk and then, like, its mouth starts turning to stone, it's not going to bite the basilisk anymore. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) Um, Plus, if you get, like, some nice, like, stone, like, like picture with me now, like, a pair of stone chaps, <laughs> you could then ride the basilisk. I mean, why do they have no to no be... fear of petrification. That's fair. I'm just saying. That's the first thing that came to mind. I'm sure you could, like, treat them with basilisk oil, and that'd be fun, but... Stone chaps were the funnier bit. That's fair. They, yeah, like, get, get, some, <laughs> get some waiters, you know, have them dipped in the oil, and, uh... Mm-hmm. Odds are that they will probably turn to stone. I, I, does it create like a, you know, like a King Midas effect? Hmm. I don't know. You would think that because it's like an oil that it's causing some sort of like chemical reaction. Probably. So maybe it only it only reacts to flesh and not like, you know, like treated I mean, I would, ass- or- I would assume that like what you're like your clo- like any sort of Pop culture petrification particulars. That's fair. They end up, you know, everything's stone. You know what I mean? Like you don't That's just see fair. someone's stone in like the, in like their street clothes. Like they also yeah. turn to stone. No, you raise a very good point. Hmm. It's almost like the oil, like because because there's the bit in here about uh, the devoured bits returning to flesh once consumed. So either, like, the reverse reaction is happening in the basilisk's mouth, or the oil just kind of creates, like, a stony shell around you. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily turn you into well, stone. Here's it just my locks question. you in this, like, stony shell. Well, you know yeah. how, like, rubber, like, at its base, I'm pretty sure, is, like, made of, like, like a kind of, like, an oil substance? I think so. That's, so that uh, sounds right. So, like, could you... Make like you know like, like rubber pants from Swavane oil, <laughs> you know Swavane basilisk oil. Thus, then, oh, man. A, a, a neutralizing the petrification agent and allowing you mm. to you know get a cuddle on with 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 your big you know slippery boy. Mm. 
We'll have to get R&D on that. I, I don't think. know. I am going to Google how rubber is made. You do that. How rubber is made. And I think I'll, I'll intro our next, our next uh, boy as you do so. All right. I'm here for it. <laughs> Farewell, Suavein Basilisks. You've been rad. We are, we're going to be bouncing around a bunch of different source material today. Uh, so that was from Explorer's Guide to Wild Mounts, High Critical Role. And uh, up next, we have something from Morden Kanan's Tome of Foes, otherwise known as um, Mord's Book of Friends. Mord's Book of Friends. It seems like Zach knows what rubber's made out Apparently of Apparently latex uh, it, it is a type of sap that's brought for, uh, found in trees. Mm. I didn't know this. Sap pants. God... The amount of things I've learned doing this show. <laughs> I say that every episode because I learn something every episode. We're, we're comedic and educational. Oh, yeah. Not not only is it fun, it's educational. Yeah. Uh, up next on our big boy's docket, we've got the Hellfire Engine. Hellfire! <laughs> uh, Hellfire Engine is a, a big devil tank. Uh, you know what? It, it because I construct. think it needs it, actually. I'm going to interrupt you. Will you yeah. give us a big sort of Clash of the Creatures-esque declaration of Hellfire Engine? Because I do <laughs> feel like this needs to get the post, the you know, the, the edit and post treatment mm-hmm, to really mm-hmm. do it justice. Sure. <clears throat> the <clears throat> Hellfire Engine. Now give us like a rock and roll one. Ooh, that's the one. Because this thing's metal as fuck, dude. (laughs) Hellfire engines are semi-autonomous bringers of destruction. Nice. Uh, uh, Amnesis, which I think are like a type of devil uh, general, basically. Oh, yeah. Amnesis and other devilish generals (laughs) hold them in reserve until they are needed to repel an incursion by demons or crusading mortals... But occasionally, one of these mechanical and magical hybrids gets loose, driven berserk by its need to destroy. Yeah, this thing looks like it, it is huge. So it's a big 15-foot square, lumbering, oh, uh, rolling tank of doom and fire. so big. It has some, like, some like grabber claws, it looks like, kind of coming out the yep. side. It's got a big sort of horned devilish face. Where the big open mouth, you can see kind of like the internal combustion. Um, the horns are exhaust pipes, which is very rad. Yeah, no, like I said, it's so metal. It's got a lot of weapons on it. Oh. Uh, Hellfire engines take many forms, but all of them have one purpose, to mow down foes in waves. They are incapable of subtlety or trickery, but their destructive capability is immense. Mortal creatures slain by Hellfire engines are doomed to join the Infernal Legions in mere hours unless powerful magic wielders intervene on their behalf. The Archdukes, uh, the Devils, would like nothing better than to modify this magic so it works against demons too, but that discovery has eluded them so far. And, as a construct, it does not require air, food, drink, or sleep. God, this thing's so fucking metal, dude. I'm obsessed just This is some Mad Max shit. Yeah, it's very much Descent into Avernus, which has a big Mad Max sort of bend to it. Heavy armor plating, takes a lot to bring this fucking tank down. Uh, 40 speed, cold resistance, which is probably because it's just on fire. Oh, bitch is fast, homie. Yeah, um, immune to fire, a lot of condition immunities. Uh, Can understand Infernal, but it cannot speak. It has an immutable form. It is immune to any spell that will affect or alter its form, magic resistance. Its main action is called Flesh Crushing Stride, nice. which I think is the first song on this thing's album. Oh, most deaf, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it can just, like, it's a modified, like, trample. I- I'm not going to go into the mechanics of it, because I don't think you need a bunch of numbers to know that you don't want this thing running over you. I mean, it looks like it's got four steamrollers for wheels, so... yeah. So yes, I would crush your flesh pretty good. Um, it's various. It has there are three weapon options here as well, oh um, all of which also make great song names on this thing's album. There's bone melt sprayer, lightning flail, and thunder cannon. Thunder cannon. <laughs> the bone melt sprayer spews a big acidic flame. Acidic flame. I know. <laughs> In a sixty foot cone. Damn, dog. 
the lightning flail is sort of a closer range attack where it's uh, uh, kind of a chain lightning flail swing. And then the thunder cannon is just a, uh, a basically just like a gigantic th- thunder mortar. The, the, the soul trapping element explained earlier, if the chosen option of hellfire weapons kills a creature, the creature's soul rises from the river sticks as a lemure in Avernus in 1d4 hours. So if you're a mortal and you get killed by this thing, you become a devil. You become the shittiest devil there is. Oh, man. If the creature isn't retrieved before then, only a wish spell or killing the lemure and casting true resurrection on the creature can restore the creature's original body to life. Shit. Creature, uh, constructs and devils are immune to this effect. You know what this thing is? Yeah. All right. So, like, say that there was, you know, this kid who was really into, like, battle bots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great show. Um... And so, like, he made, like, a, you know, a deal that, like, he could win the BattleBots thing if he sold his soul. So when he eventually, you know, was dragged to hell <laughs> as, and, you know, as a Lemure and worked, he worked his way up to, you mm. know, general status. Oof. But then he was given sort of a carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted. This is yeah, what I got he hired made. on yeah. to got hired on to, like, the devil, like, engineering yeah. mechanics yeah. team. This is what he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he was just really into Slayer. <laughs> yeah. This is what became of 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 Teddy Simpkins. Mm-hmm. Is that is that our groundskeeper's son? Yes, apparently. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a potential fate that could happen to little Teddy Simpkins. Yeah. Yeah, Teddy Simpkins isn't actually a, a devilish general and uh, motorhead um, whiz with a wrench. There we go. Much like much like his papa. Much but like his pop. Do you think we could get Simpkins, the the adult Simpkins, to make like a like a cool Simpkins interdimensional? Senior? Yeah, Simpkins Senior. Uh, make a cool kind of not a non hellish variant of this for us, just like a big cool battle wagon that we could like you know put put some. Put some habitats in. Oh, I thought you meant more like, like it would be like a big thing, like had like a lawnmower on the front that like he would. Uh, I mean, that's also righteous in his ground groundskeeping duties. (laughs) The big claws on the side are replaced with shears, Uh, uh, rakes. Um, Yeah, yeah. Pull pull the leaves in. It's got seeding capabilities. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, it's like a big thresher. Yeah, a big combine sort of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Alistair. Uh, while while not a while not a pet per se, um, I just I the image of you astride Brucey the Allosaurus with this thing riding a shotgun. Oh baby, like rolling rolling beside you, just spewing brimstone as it goes. Oh fucking hell, dude! And you can't eat it; it's made of metal. Dude, that's you. fair. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Now you take a chomp, break a tooth, and then you're like, nah, never mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat that anymore. Brucey, like, oh shit, that shiny. Oh, ow. Damn. I need to see the dentist now. The dinosaur <laughs> dentist. The dino dentist, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really don't have much to say beyond that, aside from this would be an insane thing to have as sort of at your at your right hand, uh, riding into battle beside you. This seems like the type of thing that would inspire like an 80s, like, not like horror movie, but like, you know, some kid was like really into metal. And so mm. his his like dad like was like, "What's a cool thing I could bring to my son's birthday party?" And then this thing <laughs> it, this thing shows up and like mauls everyone, and it's like the yeah. birthday party from hell. That's my metal. That's guitar. exactly that's exactly the music I needed. So yeah, you did it. I'll th- I'll drop some. Hey, future Griffin, uh, drop some royalty three f- uh, thrash metal into the segment, oh, yeah. please. Thank it, you. It's harder to find than you think it'd be. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, here we are. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, uh, they're they're nigh indestructible. Metal as hell. Oh, Huge status symbol. It's like it's like where it's like the equivalent of wearing like a really big belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
you know, like you show off your belt buckle to like show off. It's like, ooh, I got money. I've but instead, you have this thing. Never seen that as a gauge of wealth before. That's wonderful. yeah, the, the big, the big giant like studded I mean, belt buckle, like, so, like like in cowboy days. Yeah, well, cowboy days, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've applied a lot of red days. Oh so. yes, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> I've got cowboys on the brain. Got cowboys on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> was that a love on the brain parody? yeah that was love on the brain alright can we end this yeah, segment let's, are we getting a, a um, ad from Shifty Mercutio today I think so I think I think we got a I think we got one more in the uh, on the contract there oh um, shit so uh, Shifty M uh, take it away oh, Shifty M <laughs> Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, 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 that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every genie on my shelves has at least some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers. This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish? I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars. This place sucks ass. My genie won't even work with me. I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp. Oh, now you work? Now you work. Fuck you, piece of shit. What heartwarming words. So, if you're in the market for or in possession of a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. Oh, we're back. Hi everybody! I just I just kind of screamed. You caught me off guard. Ah! So, um, real quick before we get into our next segment, I yep. wanted to say this now. I don't know when exactly uh, this is coming out, but fans of the show and Patreon, uh, pa- Jesus, Patreons, uh, <laughs> and our patrons on Patreon. Anytime you make fun of me when I mess up a word, I have to keep it in the episode. <laughs> so, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, um, we'll be excited to know that uh, coming up soon on our Patreon-exclusive content, a uh, one-page RPG will be released, designed by uh, Chase Greenlee of Ghostlight Media. Um, module. The idea is that we'll have a bunch of different m- little modules to fit this system, and uh, the one we'll be releasing soon is Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Intern Quest, where you can take on the role of a random intern in the pet shop and deal with the aftermath of a really fun uh, party while your bosses were out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the interns got into the party pack. What happens afterwards yeah. is up to you. So if you want to, if you want, if you think that would be fun to play, go ahead and check out uh, patreoncom slash media. Oh, most dense. That will be uh, in your possession within by probably by the end of the month. Yeah, sometime in November. So November. Yeah. Hey, Griff. But yeah, your beard's looking good. Thank you. I'm like, yeah. Hey, you're welcome. I like, sh- I, I like trimmed it up of like maybe like a, a week or two ago, and I was like, I shaved too much. Um, oh no, so it's it, to no, a it, looks point good, where... it looks good, man, dude. Like the the Thank cheeks you. are starting to fill in. Like I know, right? <laughs> it's looking good. Thank you. I love you. This has been Zach and Griffin's beard cast. Anyway, uh, Look, so nothing, I think there's nothing wrong. I think with a little bit of 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 just friendly dude exchange oh yeah definitely so a little, a little bit of so, some some friendly like dude compliments like i'm here for it yeah mine looks like shit still it, it, it's back after i got bored and shaved it but it just it's not that's ah, fine no oh, thanks it's good thanks my boy it's uh to find your chin anyway oh, stop <laughs> <laughs> so alistair our next uh ne- next big boy Mm. is the Warforged Colossus. Oh, hell yeah. In the final days of the last war, House Kenneth unleashed its mightiest creations, the Warforged Colossi. 
Apparently it's official that it is Colossi. I was unaware of what Colossus Colossus is is plural. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's Colossi. Yeah. Like shadow So you don't get Well because cuz like you know like shadow of the Col- like there's a lot of Colossi. Colossi. Right, but I think I think in the But, but it's you shadow like, of are, the Colossus. So there's like isn't it like like buffalo like aren't multiple Colossus like Colossi Hi, Col- uh, I've always understood because I played Age of Mythology when I was younger, I always heard it as Colossi. was plural. Oh, that's possible. Um, and I think for Shadow of the Colossus, it's just talking about being in the shadow of a singular Colossus. But you're, there's you like only 12 fight of them. one at a time. But you only fight one at a time. That's fair. God. You're only ever in one shadow. Sha- shadow of the Colossus is really good. <laughs> what, that twist, am I right? Anyway, back to this. These enormous mechanical warriors thundered across Sire. Kier. Sire? Siri. I don't know. Crushing. C Y R E. Get at us. Uh, But they traveled across that place, crushing everything in their paths and leaving ruin behind them. Meant to end the war decisively, the Colossi pulverized hundreds of. Are you sure it's Colossi? I'm positive it's Colossi. Okay, Colossi. Pulverized hundreds of soldiers beneath their feet and incinerated whole legions with beams of fiery light that shot from their mouths. I'm a firing mother user. Bah! Uh, this, this rampage was cut short on the morn, the day of mourning. I spelled with a U. Mm-hmm. The like arcane that. cataclysm that engulfed Sire destroyed most of the Warforged Colossi, causing them to collapse into lifeless heaps. There were apparently some survivors, a long list. We're not going to go into it, but uh, mm-hmm. they also apparently have a hollow structure. Although it can Ooh. operate without a crew, a Warforged Colossus is built to carry wizards, artificers, mage rites, and elite troops. For this reason, these constructs are largely hollow on the inside with tunnels, ladders, storage areas, and observation decks. As Colossus might, uh, as a Colossus might be filled with monsters and secrets, in addition to the corpse of uh, uh, to the corpse of those who died inside it. In chapter, oh, that's, I don't care about that. <laughs> There's some illust- uh, stuff about uh, illustrates an inactive warforged in the book. So. Oh, and how one of these could be like a dungeon. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, My that's an adventure sick. location. You won't. It's just a. It's a big. This thing's just a big, like, Gundam. It's a big Gundam. Or, like, a Megazord. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, well, Megazords are, like, it's like Voltron as well, where it's a lot of smaller sort of things that collect together into one. But this is more like Iron Giant. It's a a Pacific Rim. It's called a Jaeger. A Jaeger, thank you. I still haven't seen the film. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's it's a Pacific Rim. (laughs) Because I was gonna say kaiju, I'm like, nope, that's the other that's guys. The other like, guys, yeah, no, they're Jaegers because you know Jaegers. it's German for hunter. Uh, yes, so. this is true. Uh, but yeah, they're Jaegers. They're very. They're good. just big, big robo, big, ro- big robots, big robots. Uh, they oh. they also have immutable forms. Ooh, they got them legendary resistances, magic resistance. Yeah, these these things are gargantuan. Oh, they're so big, homie. So they're in that twenty foot plus range. Yeah, they have a they have a, a a thing called towering terror. An enemy that's outside fair. the Colossus that starts its turn within thirty feet of it must succeed on a DC twenty six wisdom save. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Or be frightened to the start of the enemy's next turn if the enemy's saving throw is successful. It is immune to the Colossus' towering terror for the next twenty-four hours. So oh yeah, it's they, like a, it's like a dragon kind of yeah, frightful they, presence. They thing. get over that shit quick. Yeah, uh, they have an Eldritch Torrent. They can stomp things real good. Turret. <laughs> Did I say torrent? Yeah, no, it's an Eldritch Turret. Eldritch Eldritch Turret. Fuck. Which uh, is to say, shoulder guns. <laughs> At least um, I like to think they're on the shoulders. I think oh, that's. Funny. I think that'd be great. Um, and then they also have an incinerating beam. So, you know. There is also a smaller version, kind of called the Titan. Mm-hmm, that's also mm-hmm. a big hulking construct. This one's got big axe hands, though, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, a big axe hand and a big, like, hammer hand. Yeah. 
Hells yeah, homie. Oh, they're called Axe Hand and Hammer Fist. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, sw- sweeping Axe. Oh, there's Axe Hand. They have a thing called Sweeping Axe. So there you go. I think I think Axe Hand and Hammer Fist are like lawyers. Yeah. Like Warforged lawyers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hello. Welcome to Axe, ha- uh, Axe Hand, Hammer Fist, and Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got one like human on staff. Well, yeah, cause, yeah, she, you know, came up from from, you know, the the Rings of Hells where she'd been serving as, you know, the Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, as the 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 attorney to all the the devils, yeah. But then she joined this Warforged law firm. That's Ooh, fair. that's a you good know, tongue it's... twister. Warforged law firm. Warforged law firm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Bob blah blah's blah blah. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Bob blah blah. And this is my this is my blah blah. But no, so th- so like the Hellfire engine was was a big was a big friend. Yes. Um, was really was really fucking big. Um, mm-hmm. this is bigger, mm-hmm. and you can ride in it. Mm-hmm. Your Allosaurus you could can, probably fit inside this thing. You could put the dinosaur in the robot. You could put the dinosaur in the robot. Is what we're saying. It's, you know, it, it, that's like, just what we're saying. Um, you know, if you're down, if you're interested, they also I, have a I, speed I, of sixty feet. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I think, like, because there's the argument sometimes made in D&D, like, you cast enlarge on something, and so it gets bigger steps. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't I be able to cover more ground? And it's like, not necessarily, but this thing is a case of that. Where like, it's just This big. thing, yeah, it doesn't run, it just takes one step and covers half an acre. Oh, man, like, it's so big. They have to do the big giant steps, though, that, like, take forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But can you imagine if this thing was just like... Oh, yeah. Just quick steps. Or, like, underneath the feet were a bunch of, like, little kind of, like, like centipede legs. Just like, oh, like, no. like, But, like, millions of little metallic legs that just go... Ee, 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 ee. Like, um... Oh, God. What are they called on a uh, sea star? Uh, no. Cilia? Maybe. Wait, yeah, they got the little, the little tendrils that they just sort of locomote with. Cilia. Cilia. Or flagellum. Or flagellum. I'm learning, I'm remembering a lot about basic bio classes right now. I think cilia. Maybe those are I, maybe those are like those are for like microscopic things. Well I know flag- so maybe yeah, flagellum are for like 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 like, like sperms, goddamn. Mm-hmm. But I think it it's might be cilia. Pain. I think it might be I'm gonna go with cilia. Awesome. That's what we're gonna go with. And as I've always said, if we're wrong, someone will correct us. And no one has yet. So we, by extension, have never been wrong. Yeah, see, I just want their feet to have like tank treads on them that'd be cool so then and they, they don't actually like walk they just yeah well i mean they, they like badass roller skate <laughs> they've got heelys yeah yo warforged <laughs> colossus yeah tightening heelys let's do this baby you know i always wanted a pair of heelys i never got that pair of heelys i never did i think hey griffin you want to buy some heelys i'm good but but they're heelys okay You've worn me down. Yeah, <laughs> took me two seconds. We did it. I'm I'm very susceptible to your your enabling oh, uh, tendencies. Yeah, I'm a ter- I'm terrible at the peer pressure. Um. Anyway, uh, no, you're quite good at it. Is the thing. Yeah, but like I mean, like I'm terrible from the amount I peer pressure, mm-hmm. which is a lot, and and and, per- and particularly you, who I peer pressure more than anyone. Yeah. But you can put the dinosaur in the robot. You can put the saying. dinosaur in the robot, Alistair. And you can just roll on up to the club or wherever. The club. <laughs> and then the chest opens up and the ramp comes down. Oh yeah, no, you... you get some you get some lights on the inside, okay? Its chest mm-hmm. opens, the stair yeah, a, a stairs <laughs> flick down, okay? When the chest opens up, you get a fogger going. So as the chest opens up, you know, the fog rolls out and mm-hmm, starts drifting mm-hmm. down because you got to get that dry ice in it, too. So, it, you know, like good. the stairs get draped in, in the smoke. And you come out just looking fly as fuck, okay? And you got mm-hmm. some music behind you. And the music in the, in the Titan, it rivals the music that's coming out of the club. So, like, you could really have, like, you know, an amp versus amp sort of, like, Let's fucking do Damn. this kind of thing in your in your bish, but instead you're going to the club and no one's going to touch your <laughs> robot because if anyone tries to get in, it'll just murder them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? That's the security thing, you know? It's like, yeah, 
They're trying to so break Warford's in. Warford's just wearing a bow tie. Oh, yeah. He's wearing a bow tie. It sits there and it taps its giant foot and makes, like, car alarms go off. <laughs> it's very good. You roll out. You're wearing a tuxedo. You got your oh, shades so on. Good. You're astride a dinosaur. A big, uh, like, a long coat with a fur collar. Oh, looking good. Yeah. You got you got your honeys oh, the on honeys. either side. Or your fellas, you know. I mean, honey, I don't think honeys has to be gender specific. That's fair, but I feel like... It, it, I think it is. I think it is gendered toward female. It's fair. Um, but you can have you can have your posse. How about that? There we go. That's pretty good. You got your good looking people on either side. Maybe another dinosaur. Why not? Oh yeah, get it. Get, get a second dinosaur pal for your dinosaur because it's gonna fit. It's gonna fit in your in your Warforged Colossus garage. Most death. You're Alistair Twitwiffle. You can do whatever the fuck you whatever want. Whatever the fuck you want, Alistair. High roller like you. Look at you, smooth oh, fancy pants looking ass. Man, Alistair. Oh wait, you know you know Twitwiffle? Yeah, no, I'm on the list. Oh yeah. man, that motherfucker's in here every weekend. Yeah, he right, rolls up in yeah. this big mechanical motherfucker. <laughs> He makes an appearance. There's dry ice and smoke involved. <laughs> There's some distant base. There's a whole bunch of attractive people. And a dinosaur. And and maybe a second. He's brought a second one every once in a while. You know, the second right. one, it's got to check its schedule. It's got to work in the morning sometimes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, can't you always know. make it out. But... <laughs> I love this show. I love um, this show. <laughs> I think that'll wrap the Colossus, though. You feel good? I'm so good. Moving on to our last big boy. Uh, this comes from some third-party content. This comes from Cobalt Press's Tome of Beasts. And we have for you <clears throat> the Oozasis. Sorry, the name's really funny. The Oozasis. Yes. Tell us all about it. The oasis appears as an idyllic desert respite, offering water, shade, and perhaps even edible fruit and nuts in the trees above. However, it is an ooze. It is lying to you. Uh, <laughs> it's sometimes known as a mockmire. Oh, that's in also other good. climates. Yeah, the ooze oasis. It mimics a peaceful, pristine watering hole to draw in unsuspecting prey. An oasis cycles seemingly at random between wakefulness and hibernation. They are apparently quest givers. What? I, I don't know. I haven't read this yet because that's the show. Within its odd physiology stirs an ancient mind with an unscrutable pur- uh, blah, 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 with an inscrutable purpose. Far from being a mere mindless sludge, its fractured intelligence occasionally awakens to read the thoughts of visitors. At these times, it tries to coerce them into undertaking quests for cryptic reasons. Some tales claim these creatures preserve the memories of mad wizards from dead empires, or that they have unimaginably ancient, inhuman origins. So to just so it so it's an ooze, okay. Meaning it's just a big slime ball. Yes. And the art here that I'm seeing basically just looks like a tidal wave. Nice. But it's a but it's a big oozy slimy oh, tidal wave. Rad, yeah, these things are a fucking weird. Um, and because it's Tome of Beasts, they have some very fun traits as well. Uh, they have a mirage trait. As a bonus action, the Uzasis can uh, create a mirage around itself to lure victims in while disguising its true nature. This functions as the Mirage Arcane spell, but is non-magical and therefore can't be detected using detect magic or similar magic and cannot be dispelled. Huh. Because because fuck you, that's why. Well, all right. The next one reads Waters of Unfathomable Compulsion. Any creature that drinks the water of an oasis or eats fruit from the plants growing in it has dreams as the spell dream the next time it sleeps in this dream the oasis places a compulsion to carry out some activity as a torrent of images and sensations when the creature awakens it is affected by a gaius spell 
in addition to the effects of the dream. For those unfamiliar, the Gaius spell, G-A-E-S, I'm probably pr- uh, pronouncing it wrong, yes. basically it basically gives you a command, and if you ever stray from it, you take psych- a shit ton of psychic damage. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a mental shackle. That's good. That's a good. divine shackle. It has the other sort of uh, ooze-like abilities, such as attacking with a pseudopod, immunity to like acid, because it's made of that, uh, has an engulf ability to just consume you. Um, if you start your turn in the, engulfed by the Uzasis, uh, you become subject to the waters of unfathomable compulsion. Okay. Because you just kind of absorb that shit into your pores. Okay, okay, okay. And its, it's last ability is called uh, Vapors of Tranquility or Turmoil. Oh shit, this thing vapes? This thing... <laughs> You'll like how you'll notice. C- careful listeners will notice how I immediately started to parrot what Zach said because I am a yes ander, and then I realized what he said. <laughs> I responded first, thought second. Never say I'm not a committed scene. Improv. The use Asus sublimates its waters into a vapor, so it do it do vape oh, that shit. fills a disc centered on the use Asus, sixty feet in radius and ten feet thick. All creatures in the area are affected either by calm emotions or the confusion spell. The Uzasis chooses which effect, and it must be the same for all creatures. So we can make either just like a really chill vape or a uh, sort of like a like a like a hallucinogenic vape. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, so like imagine you know, like like some 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 dude bros like roll up to this oasis. They're like, yeah, bro, look, we're gonna relax. <laughs> did that oh. did that tree just punch me? No, it couldn't have been, man. Oh, you're just cool. you're, you got heat stroke. Oh, okay, cool. And then the and, and then the 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 water starts to vape at them, and they're like, oh, nice. Va- <laughs> it vapes at them. <laughs> vape water, homies. And then they they. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> And then they either get real chill or get real confused get and start real hitting confused. each other. Yeah, it's gonna be, it'd be and start good. punching a tree. Really depends on what the, type of dude bros they are. But, yeah, um, the fact that the sort of environment around it too, like because it mentions eating fruit from the trees, does that mean that like kind of like um, what's the ooze that can like make replicas of people? The oblex. Oblex. Yeah, oblex. Does that mean that like the trees are like? part of the ooze or is it just have like a magical effect on the trees in the area i don't know i don't know which one's funnier the that's part of the ooze ooze trees dude well yeah like oh nice ooze trees well like i wonder what the limits of this like you know like if like a kid was coming up what's gonna be most inviting like you know like maybe an establishment by one charles entertainment cheese I don't. Yeah, like, I don't could, think. Could it, this thing make a Chuck Cheese? Like, is it? Is it? Can it do it? Uh, like, create a concrete oasis, a la a Seven Eleven from Freeze My Brain in the Heather's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's just a gas station where instead of a, a an oozy puddle with some palm trees and some coconuts, uh, it instead is a fully fully staffed 7-Eleven. Yeah, the, and the with fountain a, with a slurpee is machine where the, is where the, where the ooze comes out. Yeah. Yeah. It's the slurpee machine. Yeah. Yuck. That'd be fucked up. Big, big yuck, homie. I feel like it's hard to talk about oozes in general because, like, they kind of do one thing. And that, that they, they ooze. It's, yeah. it's right there in the name. <laughs> it's, it does right what it says on the tin. It's right, it's right on the tin. It's a big, it's a big gross watering hole. Uh-huh. But Alistair... Think about like having this thing kind of kind of in your wake on your as side. You travel. Yeah, you can just like lure lure dastardly foes to be like, ah, I- I'm sorry, I have offended you. Please come come meet for a, a-, a peace discussion in my lovely Uze. I mean Oasis. And they go, what'd you say? And I said Oasis. And they go, ah, cool, because there's nothing bad about an Oasis. Everyone loves a good Oasis. It's true. And then, or like you're tired after like a long day. Mm-hmm. And your pal, the Uzasis, is like, oh, hey, let me let me just set up the pinnacle of relaxation for you. Yeah. And then you chill. And Do you, you think, like... And you play the ooze... some whack-a-mole at the Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. <laughs> Do you think the ooze can kind of control the, like, surface tension? Because, like, like, 
if you were to try to like like float, you know, gently on your back in the oasis, yeah, do you do you think you would just like slip into the water like that, or or could it like maintain the surface tension and it would instead feel kind of like a nice waterbed? Yuck. <laughs> a, a big oozy. Imagine a waterbed filled with jello. Is what I'm saying. He's wiggling. Okay. He's wiggling around. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, if you get hungry, you can just kind of reach it right over and stick a hand in and pull out some delightful uh, cherry gelatin. No, nah, I'm good on that front. But Okay. <laughs> but the Uzasis, I mean, you can't eat. It's similar to what we said before. You can't eat it. I mean, you can, but bad things will happen. Yep. So you learn <laughs> after the first time. You live and you learn. Uh, yeah. Uh, it... it, it, it you know, if you respect it, you know, like people always say, like surfers always say, like respect the ocean. I oh, gotta respect the way, yeah, respect respect the waves, baby. If you respect the Uzasis, it will respect you. Oh, in turn. definitely. And I imagine you could have some great conversations with this thing. Oh yeah, just don't litter, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You you leave a beer can behind though. Ooh, you fucked, homie. Well, wouldn't the Uzasis just like dissolve it? I mean. Like it would either dissolve it or it would just whip it back at you. Well, yeah, but you know, like it, it, it's the it's it's the principle of the thing, you know. Uh, fair. Like if I came into you know your house and like I left like a metal can like on your desk, mm-hmm. would you like would can. you want to eat it or would you be like, what the fuck, Zach? How dare you? <laughs> Well, I'm not an ooze. I couldn't eat it even if I wanted to. Uh, I just feel like you're not committed enough. <laughs> okay. There is a reality that exists where I could eat this tin can. However, I see your point. There we you're go. Right. Amazing. I would, I would want to go throw it in the garbage. Exactly. Um, but, uh, Mr. Alistair Twitwiffle, oh, I twiffle. hope that we have provided some some excellent options for you and Brucey. And uh, we can't wait to see you in the shop to uh, work out the uh, next member of your family. Oh, most definitely. Uh, Again, thanks again for again, 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 again. Again, 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 again. Thank you for uh, 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 sending us some mail. We love answering mail. We love. It's true. As you can see, we often center whole episodes around it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, folks at home. For you. Yeah, folks at home, if you have any questions, any ideas. Any uh, uh, advice you're seeking uh, answers to, hit us up on Twitter at PetShopCast. Yeah, if you're looking for a new member of your family, if you've got existing pets and you know want to know what would best kind of uh, co- uh, cohabitate, is that the right word? Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Um, <laughs> what would uh, uh, best go uh, get along with? If whether for yourself or a friend or a DMD character, yeah. uh, we're here for you, Zach and Griffin's multiversal, multiversal pet. pet shop. Two years running. Oh, two years running. Here we go. Oh I'm so pumped. Uh, but I believe that is going to be it for us today, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, we've loved having you here. Yeah, of course, of course. Make sure to check out some of the other shows on the Ghost Line Media Network. I'm talking about shows like Another Path. I'm talking shows like Imprinted Echoes, stuff like I'm talking I shows it. like Shakespeare, yeah. And I missed, that's that's all of them. We covered them. That's all of them. We covered them um, a- in that bit. Um, but check them all out, because they're all very good. <laughs> um but other than that, check out the check out our Patreon, check out our merch store, get some cool mm. stuff. Mm-mm. Mm. Um, and we love you. We love you. Hey. Hey, I've been Griffin. I've been Zach in And j- don't you fucking dare. We did it once and never again. Okay. Just remember everybody at the end of the day. It's all about love, baby. It's all about love, baby, no matter how big you are. Oh, we love our big boys. Oh, we love our big boys. We love the big boys. We uh, love Woo! a big boy. Out of here. Thank you all for listening to episode 51 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. 
On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Connor, Jeremy, and Patrick for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, stay healthy, love one another, go vote, and cuddle a big boy tonight. Bye, everybody. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.